musical makes me feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down, the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. Welcome to this edition of the Conquer Local podcast. It will be a two episode series. Recently in the studio, we had Vivica Von Rosen, the co-founder and chief visibility officer of a company called Vangresso. Vivica has a long career as a LinkedIn expert. And uh, as soon as we started working on the episodes, we recognized there was going to be a lot of great content here. So this week, we are going to cover Vivica's experience as being this LinkedIn expert, you're gonna find her super engaging. She has a book called The 101 Ways to Rock Your Personal Brand on LinkedIn. And we're gonna be covering off in our first episode, the mindset that a modern seller must use today. Then that ability to build your personal brand. And then how do you engage your audience? We'll talk about mindset, brand, and engagement when we return with Vivica Von Rosen as the Conquer Local podcast kicks off a two-episode series around everything you need to do to be an expert on LinkedIn. Welcome to the Conquer Local podcast. Vivica joining us. Vivica, really excited to have you on the show today. And uh, I, I want to learn all about you. Uh, but first, I got to understand something. I've been on LinkedIn yeah. for a number of years. Like this URL, whoa. So it's <laughs> linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash LinkedIn expert. Like how yes. the heck did you get that line? I, I've been on LinkedIn for a long, long time. Yeah, it's. Um, I was just lucky the day that LinkedIn decided to uh, release the customized URL, which I think was like 2007-ish, 2008-ish. Um, I was like, ooh, let me see if LinkedIn Expert is available. And the reason... I got LinkedIn expert is because when I was doing Twitter, my own name, Vivica, wasn't available. So I'm like, and I was sitting next to my business partner at the time who was also a LinkedIn expert. And I like literally typed in LinkedIn expert faster than he did. So <laughs> I was just really lucky. I'm shocked that you're so competitive. No, I'm I know. not. Can you I'm believe not it? shocked at all. <laughs> um, I'd love to learn more about your book. I'd love to learn more about how you got named in Forbes four years in a row. I'd love to learn more about uh, Vengresso. So we'll get to that in a few minutes. But first, let's start talking about the, the best-selling book, LinkedIn Marketing, an hour a day or end. Maybe it's and or. LinkedIn, 101 Ways to Rock Your Personal Brand. <laughs> Two of your components here that you brought to the table. We'd love to learn about those. Yeah, don't buy the first one. Um, Our Day is a 2011, 2012 book. So that's like 110 in social media years. So do not buy that book. But this one just came out last week. So that means it's a little bit more up to date. Although LinkedIn has introduced, of course they have, um, new features since we released the book. So there you go. But yeah, uh, 101 Ways to Rock LinkedIn is the latest version of my last book. And um, it's it's written with the entrepreneur, solopreneur, salesperson in mind more than the marketer because marketers, they understand marketing and they can, they can, they're, they can, 
their focus is a little deeper. Whereas like salespeople, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we're, we're, we're managing, you know, 10 balls in the air at any given time. And of course, salespeople are always trying to make the next sale. So with them in mind, the book is literally one tip on one page and a picture on the other. It's like a picture book for adults. So it's really, really easy to consume. Well, I get, first I got to give you props for one thing as I was prepping for the episode and reading through the book. My my wife and I were really excited last night because there's a chapter in there that says, turn it up to 11 and, you know, spinal tap, turn it up to 11. Come on, like get that exactly. Marshall amp and crank that thing to 11. Like this truly is 101 ways to rock. And uh, I'd love to understand a little bit more about some of the learnings in, in this book, because sure. I, I've been doing a lot of this stuff myself. I didn't have a yeah. book to work off of. No. Um, I wish I would have found this years ago, but you know, what, what are some of the things that people can do to make themselves more visible on LinkedIn and rock that profile? Yeah, well, and I want to give props to my co-author, who's Dana Steele. She's actually the creator of the 101 Ways to Rock series. And she is literally, she was a rock star. She was um, a disc jockey back in the 80s and 90s, well, 70s, 80s and 90s, and emceed pretty much all of the big concerts. And in fact, on in our first book, we got Brad Gillis, who's the lead guitarist of... Um, Oh my God, I'm totally pulling up blank right now. Sorry, Brad. Um, ah, Night Ranger. Night oh my Ranger. God. Sorry, See, Brad. I wanted you to say it, but I yeah, love Sister yeah, Christian. Sure. I'd try and so sing it, Brad, but that's I knew not that. It. I I don't know. I was just one of those brain farts, but <laughs> but anyway, so she is like she is the queen of rock and roll, hence 101 Ways to Rock. So I was super happy to write this book with her. Um, and yeah, it's we've got a ton of tips. Um, yeah. Happy to, happy to share them with you. Um, and I think for our audience, if, if you listen back, we've had a number of LinkedIn focused episodes and then we met Vivica here recently and we had to get her on the show. Um, because you, you are one of the top LinkedIn experts on the planet. And I, you know, I've been beating this drum for a long time because I could not do my job without LinkedIn. And that's not that they paid to be, well, they did pay to be an advertiser on the podcast, but um, that's not them paying for this endorsement. It's that, you know, I live in this bloody thing and I know that yeah. you do as well. So what are some top tips that you could give sales professionals? And as you said off the top, this is for the sales pro more than it yeah. is for the organization. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the thing is with with the pandemic, with COVID, you gotta if you're if you're in sales, you kind of have to be on LinkedIn now. It's great if your marketing department can get you great visibility on, you know, on Google and on Facebook and on Insta and on on Twitter and and all you know Clubhouse and whatever. Um, well, it'd be hard for them to do it on Clubhouse, but it, you know, it's great if you get your marketing department department creating that kind of one-to-many awareness type content. But as a salesperson or a business owner or an entrepreneur, you've got to use whatever you have available to meet, connect, and engage or meet, engage, and connect with individuals. And the problem, of course, is we're not able to do that right now as much um, face-to-face when, you know, real life conferences are just starting to get booked out like October, November of this year, right? Um, trade shows very much still virtual. And so we've got this great networking app, right? Called LinkedIn. The problem of course is about a year ago, people said, 
oh crap, you know, what are we going to do? And, you know, the powers that be in the companies were like, okay, you have to get on LinkedIn. And then it was kind of a good luck with that. And so (laughs) people got on LinkedIn and utilized it as the tool they thought it was, which was a, a resume on steroids. So mostly if you see someone's profile at all, it's a resume because quite literally back in 2007, they had a a resume upload tool that you could like upload your resume. And that's not what people are interested in. If I'm at, you know, if I'm looking for a vendor, if I'm looking for a solution to my problem, I want to meet with the individual and I want to know how they can help me. And so the first, well, it's not the first tip in the book, but the first tip that I would recommend to anyone listening to this is make sure that your profile is buyer centric. Most of us, you know, we create a profile, it's our resume, it's all about us. But let's face it, it's the it's the whiff. What you know, what's in it for them? What's in it for your buyer? How does your profile solve or at least address their issue. So from the headline, which is 220 characters now, instead of, you know, my headline would, or my title rather, is CVO of Ingresso. No one knows what a CVO is and no one knows what a Vengresso is, right? Right. Chief CVO's chief visibility officer of Ingresso is, is short or is, is an amalgamation of Ventus and Ingressos, which is sales and revenue. But no one knows that. So if you went to my profile and you just see some chick there with CVO of Ingresso, you might think it's, you know, some kind of like vitality workout drink. So that's not going to do me any favors. What I want to do is address my buyer and address their point of pain. So my buyer, B2B sales professionals and sales leaders. And what do we do at Vengresso? We help them create more quality and qualified conversations on LinkedIn. Boom, done. So the first thing that I would recommend anyone listening to this podcast be do is who do you help? How do you help them? Put that in a 220 character sentence, sentence fragment. I don't care. You can look at my profile and see how we've done it. But who do you help? How do you help them? And if you have the character space, not words, but characters, then you can put your title and your company. And if you put your company, do the .com at the end of it, because that helps you become more findable too. A lot of people will search for, we've just been trained that way, right? So, um, you know, vengresso.com. And then that way, not only will our company page show up, but all of our employees will show up too. Well, I, you know, I consider myself to be a power user and you taught me something in, in just that moment. And so I'm, I'm looking at your profile and I see these keywords. So there, there's the dreaded keyword. Um, also I see your brand, but you've got a spin on that where you want to drive them to the website, but I also see hashtags that are used inside your description. And, and this all relates back to the way that people search. Right. 100%. Because I mean, let's face it. Are the modern buyers way more savvy than even the modern seller right now? The modern buyer has been on, you know, on Google, on all, you know, seeing like who's out there, what's out there, what's the best thing we can do, what's the best thing we can buy. So they are used to Googling us and, you know, Google your own name and 
chances are your LinkedIn profile will show up on the first page, if not the first or second item. And so they're Googling us. Our LinkedIn profiles are showing up. They're going over to our LinkedIn profile. And to your point, George, if it's not optimized with keywords, with hashtags, and again, focused on them, they're just going to flip on by and go to the next and the next and the next profile until they find the person who they think can solve their problems. So you've built an amazing personal and corporate brand online, over 46,000 followers. I, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'd love to, to interrogate it. Um, you know, how many of your leads for the work that you're doing with uh, Vingresso are coming directly from LinkedIn? Like 100%. I mean, we don't, it's funny, we got this long and rather awkward, but hey, at least they used video um, email the other day saying they could help us find more leads and they could help us fill our pipeline. And I'm kind of thinking to myself like, okay, first of all, we teach selling with video and this one sucks. Um, but secondly, we don't, we don't actually need the help because you can, with LinkedIn and with the right content shared at the right time, you can really drive all of the inbound leads that you need. So uh, fortunately, I'm not actually in sales anymore. <laughs> I mean, those who can't do teach, no. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't have to be in sales anymore. We've got a whole sales team, but I do get a lot of inbound leads and I just port them over to our sales guys. But I mean, every day, every day I'm getting inbound leads and it's just because we walk our talk, which is, right? We've got the mind, the right mindset. We understand like social selling and virtual selling is not going away. Um, McKinsey actually wrote a really good um, article at the end of last year and they had interviewed a bunch of B2B, uh, B2B buyers and the B2B buyers, 83% of them said, yeah, we kind of like it this way. We, we like not traveling <laughs> three weeks out of the, the month. We like not, you know, having to go to the office. We like being able to like put on our, our, our comfortable, you know, stretchy pants, go down to our office and do all of our engagement and only dress from the waist up. Like we like that. And so we're going to keep doing that. And so that mindset is what virtual sellers have to understand. Like, it might go a little bit back to the way it was, but virtual selling is here to say. So you've got to have that mindset and then you've got to have that brand. You've got to, whether you're one individual seller or a team of sellers, you've got to represent yourself as a thought leader in your industry. And then you have to represent your company as well with branding elements, like you mentioned already, the background image, um, hello, marketing department. If you don't have multiple background images for your Never mind just salespeople for your entire company to choose from, you are losing out on a massive and free opportunity to create this powerful, strong brand. So, background images, the headline that we just talked about 220 characters telling people who you are, how you help, how you help them, a good picture. And LinkedIn, of course, right after I published my book, they came out with what I think is one of the coolest new features called video cover stories. You only can see it if you have it. It's a little bit like Harry Potter. When you go to someone's profile, you see their picture. And then all of a sudden there's this like little three second video and then it goes back to being their picture. So it's very hot Harry Potter-esque. But what's cool about that, if you click on the orange ring around their picture, it takes them to a 20 second video message 
which should be, in my humble opinion, a 20-second elevator pitch, basically telling people who you help and how you help them. Right. You know, and that's it's my, just, my FOMO is uh, at, is at eleven. <laughs> my FOMO is at eleven. I don't have this magical <laughs> I, video that you talk about. I, I know they're rolling it out. They're rolling it out. Hopefully by the time this airs, everybody will have it. You'll know you have it either on your profile or on your um, mobile device. If there's a little orange plus sign. So just look for the little orange plus sign that's on your picture. That's not actually to add a photo to your profile. It's to add this video cover story. So you can always prep it ahead of time. It's 20 seconds. You want to shoot the video in horizontal. Um, and the first three seconds are going to show. And so you can at least get it ready for the time when, oh, you get that feature. Well, for those of you playing at home on the home version of the Conquer Local podcast, Vivica is now up to five things. She's taught George, <laughs> and we've only been doing this for about 10 minutes. And I thought I was a friggin' LinkedIn expert, but you do have the real LinkedIn expert according to your URL. Yeah, um, that, hey, that's what my URL is. It's on social you're living media. It must it. be true. <laughs> Let's talk about LinkedIn stories, which was released a few months back. Uh, Like any new thing, I jumped on it, started doing some stories. Don't do it every day. Um, Are you seeing that 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 is a a valuable component? So like you, I had immense FOMO. Um, I even hacked the system to get them early and then LinkedIn figured it out and then they took them away and then they gave them back to me. And I was, to your point, I was super active on stories when they first started out. And they were great for building engagement because, you know, anyone who comments on that story, it goes into your inbox and it's an opportunity for you to start a conversation. And that's what we're all about at Vengresso, creating those quality conversations. That being said, um, I am so not like, that's probably one of the reasons I'm not as into Instagram or Facebook or because the stories are really time consuming. And what I realized is, you know, that's kind of my job is to be visible. And if I'm having a hard time creating decent enough content, utilizing stories, then is the average salesperson going to do it? Probably not. That being said, it's a differentiator. It will make you stand out. It, um, and, and it does to absolutely generate conversations. So while I don't do it myself, I still think it's a pretty cool little feature. How, how careful do we have to be in the LinkedIn environment to not be Facebook, Instagram ask where we're oversharing every friggin' component of our lives uh, and it becomes unprofessional. Yeah, exactly. And what we've noticed, of course, with COVID and with us being at home, home more and with our home offices, maybe being the kitchen table, right. Or our bedroom in some cases, like those lines have blurred a little bit. And so what you'll see is the content being shared on LinkedIn has moved a little bit more into the personal as well as the professional. That being said, if you want to pull your dog, your wife, your spouse into uh, an, an update into the content that you're sharing, still try and twist it a little bit to the professional. Like a big thing that was coming up was, you know, your your dog is your colleague, right? So share share what your dog's doing, then end it with like in the office. And so, you know, my colleague is scratching his butt in the office, right? And so that <laughs> things like that, which was a blend of the professional and the personal, um, 
that's a little bit more accepted on LinkedIn right now. But yeah, LinkedIn is not the place to like show your foodie pics. It's not the place to, you know, do your math quizzes. Um, the problem is with the algorithm, it's a very simple algorithm. And so the more people who comment on the math quiz and go, this doesn't belong on LinkedIn, the more amplification it gets. So just ignore those things that you don't feel belong on LinkedIn. And for the content you're sharing yourself, yeah, people like dogs, puppies, babies, et cetera. So if you want to pull yours in and, and, you know, share how working at home or whatever has, has made you better at what you do, 100% go for it. But pure personal pieces of content Eh, I still feel like they don't have as much a place on LinkedIn. We want to keep those platforms separate. So as the LinkedIn expert, you also over the past four years have been named in Forbes as a top social media expert and a regular <laughs> contributor with Forbes, yeah. BuzzFeed, Inc. Magazine, CNN, you know, not small names. How how have you been able to accomplish that, Vivica, in, in getting your name on some of the biggest news outlets on the planet? Yeah. So for, first of all, the four consecutive years being named on Forbes, I got to be honest, was like 2009 to 2013 because I had a lot less competition. Um, I do contribute, et cetera. A lot of times just because of the visibility that I've generated, um, they come to me, Hey, can we have a quote? You know, they, 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 they're, I'm now positioned myself as a thought leader and I've somehow you know, convinced other people of that too. So they'll usually come to me um, with a request, but there's no reason that, you know, anyone can't do that. I, I got the name LinkedIn expert because I was lucky, but I then spent the next, you know, 14 years proving it was true. Um, You can absolutely, no matter what industry you're in, what, no matter what job you have, you can position yourself as an expert in that particular arena And if you're not getting all these inbound requests for work or for quotes, um, you can absolutely start creating relationships with people at those different types of magazines or those different types of forums or those different types of blogs that you want to be aligned with. And eventually, you know, once you've connected to them, you've shared content, they see it on their feed, you can actually reach out to them. Hey, I'm available for a quote if you need it. And it might be the perfect timing. They might've been looking for someone like you, you know, at just that moment and be like, sure, you know, what do you think about? So that you can absolutely kind of force those, um, force those, those relationships, but you want to do it in a way that's not obnoxious. So you, you always want to So again, mindset and then branding and then engagement. You always want to engage first with your prospect, whether it's a buyer, whether it's a donor, whether it's a candidate, whether it's a author or a writer or an influencer. You want to engage with their content first. You want to create that type of visibility and then go for the invitation to connect And after the invitation to connect, then provide value, actually right in the middle of the invitation, you should provide value. And only then really have you earned the right for that next, you know, call to action, whether it's an invitation to a meeting or just, you know, can you comment on, but you, you, it's, we call it the PVC, right? You want to personalize, add value, and then put into that call to action. But too many people get on LinkedIn and they're like, Hey, you want to connect Buy my stuff. Right. I mean, I think 
right? Any one of us could go to our inbox right now and like put in comments, right? How many invitations do you have to connect that, that are pure sales pitches? Right, which is not what you want to do. So the interesting thing is you are talking about four of the biggest media brands on the planet. Let's come back to the title of the podcast, which is Concord Local and, you know, our audience of local sellers. And I, I get asked all the time by local sellers, how do I build my personal brand? I'm in Wichita, Kansas. And I love Wichita, by the way. I've been there four times. Not sure how I ended up there four times, but I have been to Wichita, Kansas four times. Um, and the place that I grew up in is way flatter. So that's not a flat. Uh, attack. But my, my point is, is let's look into the local market. And right. I believe if you went to the Wichita Eagle, which is the local newspaper and said, I'm a digital expert, here's my brand online. I would love to be a contributor to provide again with that idea of value. So you got to have the yeah. right mindset. You got to have built that brand. And it doesn't matter if you're in Wichita, Kansas or Rosetown, Saskatchewan, Canada, the, the market right. is going to have some brand there that wants to amplify your voice. If you, if you bring that right branding, do you, do you agree? Yeah, 100%. In fact, that's how I built my brand, right? At first I was doing a lot of local trainings and local train, uh, local chamber events back when we had chambers of commerce that we met face to face. So a long time ago, but, um, yeah, I did a lot of local chamber stuff around my area. You know, there's four or five different chambers in the Northern Colorado area, um, within maybe 15 miles of where I lived. And so I did a ton of that. And then one of those local chambers, um, had an international association and they said, Hey, want to come in and speak for us? So right. yeah, absolutely build your visibility locally. And because the world is flat, no, I'm not a flat earther, but, but <laughs> because of the virtual aspect, we can do business depending on what our business is with anyone, anywhere at any time. And now I get brick and mortars. That's not the case, but if you have a product or a service that truly does have a virtual aspect that you can deliver any to anyone to anyone at any place at any time, um, then build both of those visibilities, right? Build your local visibility, which will help to grow you into a national or an international vis visibility. And also just go ahead and try for that national and international visibility at the same time too. Um, you just never know what is going to be the thing that sparks. But I love what you said, you know, look at those local places and, and, and start engaging with them, just engage with them. Well, and be available. So uh, and be it, available. it doesn't mean that you, you can't do your day job, but you, right. part of making sure that you get that publicity is being available. So want to be on my podcast? Yes. Want to be yes. in an interview? Yes. yes. Like that is the answer. Now there are some publications maybe you don't want to be in, but I would say the answer is usually yes, as you're building that brand, then you maybe be a little more choosy as you move forward. But in the early days and when you're building that brand, it is, yes, I will put an article yeah. in the church circular. Yes, yeah, I will come exactly. speak to five hardware store owners, you know, whatever it might be. But yeah. yes is that answer. Vivica, I hope you don't have anything going on for the next little while, because I'd love to continue <laughs> this conversation if that's sure. okay. So we're yeah, going absolutely. to, uh, let's stop here and we are going to have Vivica come back and join us next week right here on the Conquer Local Podcast. So stand by for that.
Well, there are so many great takeaways from Vivica. The Rocking Your LinkedIn Profile, she co-authored that book with Dana Steele. And, you know, how do we put ourselves into the mind of the buyer and be thinking about that as we work through the LinkedIn platform? You know, those leads that are coming in, you're getting those inbound leads. You have to communicate with them with that right mindset. And we also talked about that great new feature where you can have that video in the uh, the banner, which is super cool. I can't wait to try that. And then we talk a little bit about that branding and why it's so important. So thanks to Vivica for sharing that information. You can carry on the conversation in our community. And we're also looking for your feedback. If uh, you have ideas for upcoming episodes, we'd love to hear from you. And we're looking for those reviews wherever you are consuming this podcast. If you love it, Please tell others and leave us that review. We appreciate it. If you don't, let us know what we need to do to improve by reaching out to us directly on my LinkedIn profile. We'll be back next week with more from Vivica Von Rosen. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local podcast presented by Vendasta. Guest discovery and scheduling by Jacob Soley and Carissa Clausen. Marketing by Rory Lawford, Aaron Shawaga, Nicole Lozon, and Trent Walker. Produced by Colleen McGrath. Executive producers Brendan King and George Leith. Recorded and mixed at Sound Lounge by T-Bone.